The purpose of Wealth Talk is to educate, inform, and hopefully entertain you on the subject of building your wealth. Wealth Builders recommends you should always take independent financial, tax, or legal advice before making any decisions around your finances. Welcome to episode 53 of Wealth Talk. My name is Christian Rodwell, the Membership Director for Wealth Builders, and I'm joined today by our founder, Mr. Kevin Whelan. Hi, Kevin. Hello, Chris. Self-isolating around the dogs and stuff. I can hear <laughs> yeah. the mayhem. That's it. That's it. We've got, we've got family life going on in the background. But um, here we are, ever-present as we are every Wednesday. And it's not just any Wednesday this week, because we are right in the middle of our new intake for the 7 Steps to Wealth program this week. So we opened up on Monday, and we actually mm-hmm. close tomorrow. So if you're listening to the podcast now on the Wednesday when it's come out, then there's just a day or so left to uh, to head over and have a look at the program and and see if that's something you'd like to join us on at the moment. Sure. Well, look, you know, Chris, it's always great if uh, people are listening to the first time may not know. You know, we talk about wealth. We talk about the need for a plan because in today's circumstances, you know, the probably now triple whammy. I think we're, we were right in the middle of a stock market crash. You know, coronavirus lockdown. And for those people who are experiencing now some changes in the lending practices of banks and institutions for, uh, you know, for those people who are trying to grow their businesses or their property portfolios, they're seeing some, uh, some changes right now and, uh, you know, maybe some profiteering going on as uh, people are putting their rates up. We know bridging companies are pulling back offers. So, you know, Never more important to have a plan, Chris. And uh, so if you're unaware of uh, the seven steps plan uh, and the reason why that's a very robust, easy to follow, step by step, anybody can do it really, uh, plan, then consider the alternatives. I'm happy to go into the alternatives, Chris, and why there's never been a better time ever to actually have a plan. Otherwise, if you don't have one, you're just going to end up in this mess again when the next inverted commas, you know, tragedy happens, whatever that would be, another stock market crash, another pandemic, you know, something else that devastates the economies of the world. And then I'm saying very clearly the way to get control of your personal economy is to take that responsibility and to create a plan. Do you want me to explain what happens, Chris, and what people normally do? Well, I, I definitely would, Kevin. And I just want to add before we go into that, that, you know, one of our still our favorite episodes that people tell us was episode number two, which was the three D's, which yeah. was, are you a drifter? Are you a DIYer? Or are you a dynamic? And for anyone who hasn't heard episode two, perhaps, you know, after listening to today's episode, you might want to rewind and check that one out. But We've had so many people since then saying to us, oh, I'm just been drifting. And if you think, really, it's very easy to drift 10 years, isn't it? Just be taken by what's going on in the world and suddenly look back and think, wow, where's that last 10 years gone? And, you know, you were talking on a episode a couple of weeks ago, Kevin, that it was actually back in 2008 when we had the last crisis in, in the markets. And that yeah. was really kind of where, you know, the, the wealth builders, you know, kind of mindset that you said, okay, enough is enough. I need to do something to help people here. Yeah, I mean that was the big tragedy then, and uh, I think the look the big the big problem for people, the biggest problem of all, actually, Chris, 
is thinking somebody else has got a plan for you, right? And um, we see that people drift, but they drift in a sort of a way that says, well, you know, yeah, I'm getting by, but I've got this advisor, you know, he's got a shiny suit, he's got a tie, he's got a nice looking brochure. Surely they must be looking after me. And the tragedy of that belief system, Chris, is it's fundamentally flawed because anybody who spent any time talking to me about how the stock market works, why the stock market crash happened in 2008, why it will continue to happen, why working with the stock market is not a way to build wealth. Say it again, Chris, you don't build wealth in the stock market. You can't get wealthy from there. You diversify the money you already have. That's the purpose of the stock market because you can't control it. You can't get cash flow consistently from there. And in the end, when you get a 30 40% drop in a market and you're trying to create certainty of income in a volatile asset, essentially what the stock market is, then it's almost impossible. And there is no advisor, however well-intended, however well-meaning, that can solve that problem for you. They simply cannot do it. And they know it, but the whole institutional process of getting people to invest in the stock market and buy and hold or buy and hope, as I refer to it, is, is you just hoping for the best. And that's the worst plan of all, is thinking somebody else has got your back when they haven't. The only person who should take responsibility is you. And that's the challenge. Most people don't like that responsibility because it means they have to learn stuff. They have to think about stuff. They have to do stuff. And when you have to do, it forces you to actually get to a place where you have to understand things. And that's the next challenge. Most people will prefer not to understand and just hope for the best. And that's sad in a way when if you think about any other plan that we do in life, you know, Chris, I'll give you an example, a great analogy. Imagine, um, you know, you and I were in a, just having a drink and we were chatting about designing your perfect home, right? And then my perfect home. Now, we would instantly start to think about stuff, wouldn't we? And we'd get some pleasure from it, wouldn't we? We wouldn't get, a, we wouldn't get frustrated by the thought and the intellectualization of that. So what would be some of the ingredients? You know, for me, for example, Chris, um, you know, we talked about this with, with my wife, is we'd have a lovely house, you know, in our own grounds, which would be easy access to the sea so we can walk the dog. We'd have easy walking into town because I love restaurants. Really in pain right now, Chris, can't go to a restaurant. Um, we'd have the ability to be, to be able to get relatively easy access to an airport because we like our holidays. Again, frustration because we can't go on those holidays. But you can see it wouldn't take long before you start to narrow down the location, right? And then you say, well, what does our house look like? And if you had the land and you were building it from scratch, you'd choose things, you'd think about things. You'd think about, in my case, the wine fridge. You'd think about um, the size of the kitchen. You'd think about the utility room so the dog, you know, doesn't when he's messy, it doesn't drag all that through the house. You think about the fact that you need a gym in there to stay reasonably in shape. You think about the fact you want to 
the pool table because you love American pool. You'd have all of that stuff around you and you'd design it and instantly you'd know you wouldn't just start ordering blocks of wood. You wouldn't just start ordering panes of glass. You wouldn't just start ordering bricks. You'd create a plan. You'd make a blueprint. You'd talk to an architect. You'd then talk to builders. You'd then talk to different types of builders. You'd talk to a project manager. You know, you instantly know when you think about something laudable, worthwhile, that you would really want to do, you create a plan. And then you'd execute the plan. And then you'd be part of the plan. You wouldn't just say to a builder, I tell you what, I can't be bothered. I think, you know, you've got the the overalls on, you've got a nice van, you just build it for me. That would be ridiculous, but that is the way people deal with their wealth in this country. And I don't understand it to the extent that it frustrates me, as you can tell, but I'm so desperate to help people create a plan. So having no plan, which is simply drifting, okay, that's not a plan. Delegating your money to somebody else and hoping they know better, not a plan. The next one, Chris, is the DIYers, right? The DIYers who try and build a whole house. You know, can you imagine trying to build a whole house on your own? You know, it'd take you forever. You'd lose half your fingers. You'd have to be ordering stuff and buying tools. You know, you'd, be, you'd just be a complete nightmare. But people try and DIY their way to wealth. And they think it's they're saving a bit of money. They're safe, but, but it's the lack of ROI. They don't get the speed of ROI. They don't get the enjoyment of the collaboration with others. They don't get the cost saving of being able to use leverage. You, there's just so many things missing when you try and DIY. And so I think a step-by-step blueprint, easy to follow process, if you can find one, And I'm delighted and proud that we've created one, which is not myopic. It's not a process that says, we just do walls. We just do plastering. You know, we are aware that there are seven assets and only seven assets. And while we do not claim to be the guru in all seven, we're aware of the people who are. We are aware of the best experts in every field of wealth building. And we try and coordinate that plan or help people be their own coordinator, which is absolutely fine. And uh, we commend that idea to everybody. So, you know, don't have no plan. Don't give somebody else your plan and hope for the best. And don't DIY it. That's what I think. And it's not self-serving because, well, you would say that anyway, Kevin, because you have plans. You can copy the plan. You don't have to pay me for the plan. Just tune into this stuff and you'll get bits of the plan piece by piece. I'm I'm happy that people grow their wealth. I just think there's so much more fun. You can tell that in our community, Chris, the collaboration, the enjoyment, the fact that they learn from somebody else. Somebody else says, hey, did you know I did this? And they go, oh, right. Wow. How did you find that? Well, I found it because I was thinking about that. It's a different perspective of somebody else's thoughts that make the whole wealth building journey more fun. I'm rambling on a bit, Chris, but you get the point, right? I'm enjoying listening. Yeah. And um, the analogy of of building the house there, Kevin, really what you're saying is start with the end in mind. So understand. And recognize that. Yeah. And recognize, Chris, you need a team around you. You know, you you know you can't do it on your own. So don't pretend you can and somehow imagine that wealth is uniquely personal to you. And it is, of course. It's your plan and everybody's plan is different. Like everybody who's listening now, 
if I asked them just to close their eyes and think about the house that they would build of their dreams, if money was no object, if space was no object, if nothing could limit you, your house would be different from everybody else's who's listening. And so is your wealth plan, which is why it helps to have you know, people who've been and done certain things so you can pick the best of what you'd like. I mean, my wife loves those magazines, you know, where you, the 25 most beautiful homes. Why is she doing that? Well, partly it's because she likes looking at other people's houses because she's nosy, but partly because she likes the inspiration that she said, wow, look what somebody else did. And, and sometimes some of those things end up in my house, but that's the joy of it all. And, and wealth should be a joyful, engaging process. But for most people, it's you know, get their statement out once a year or, or, or have a meeting with their advisor once a year and hope it was better. That's, that's the sum total of their engagement, and it's no fun at all. Well, I hope, hope she hasn't discovered Instagram yet because then you're really in danger then. <laughs> <laughs> so we know, Kevin, from feedback, and in fact, it's, it's definitely a, a great moment right now to, um, to talk about the competition that we have been running for the last couple of months to win a place right. on the Seven Sets to Wealth program because everyone who entered that, you know, I asked feedback, I asked two questions, what's holding you back from building wealth and what mm-hmm. help do you need? And, you know, far and away, the top three answers of what's holding you back was just a lack of focus, a lack of a plan, you know, no real direction. Um, but it's a good moment because we pulled the winner yesterday live on Facebook and, uh, we should announce to everyone listening that we've now have our winner for our free place on the Seven Steps to Wealth competition. And that is drum roll, Vicky Chittuk. So congratulations to Vicky. Uh, we were in touch with her yesterday and she's absolutely over the moon with that news. So we can't wait to start working with Vicky next week. Well, you know, I saw the kind of randomizer that you did, the sort of spin of the wheel with all of those names in there. And um, we had a couple of dummy runs, didn't we, just to see it was working. And um, and it was it was great. And then we went live and uh, it was lovely to see Vicky, who I, who I have, uh, well, I don't think I've met in person, but I've definitely had a couple of conversations with her anyway, because she's just a lovely person, likes property based in the Midlands. And uh, I'm I sent her a text this morning, actually congratulating her as well, just to say, looking forward to working with you, Vicky. So she's, uh, a des- well, everybody who, you know, put their name down, I hope will create a plan anyway, whether they, whether they get, if they don't win a free space, but there's no reason not to create a plan because look, if, if somebody, let, let, let's do it another way, Chris, let's say somebody doesn't need to stay with us for 10 years, right? Nobody needs to, to, to work with somebody for 10 years, but for the most part, people will need probably five to seven years, say. So say it's five years, okay? Somebody decides, you know, they want to, they're not going to let this happen. They're not going to wait for the next crash to go, oh, I remember when Mr. Whelan said, you need a plan and you've ignored it again. You've just got life drifting. And there you go again. Imagine it took five years. Cost of the program, Chris, give or take, is a couple of thousand pounds. You know how I price this so accessibly because people working with me are paying you know, a thousand a month, give or take. You usually only work for 10 months of the year. So, you know, 10 grand. Uh, and they're getting the same access, the same, well, not the access to me personally, but the IP and the coaches that we got who were brilliant, plus, you know, in, interactions with me for 20% of that. Um, 
So if they did that for five years, okay, and spent £10,000, but at the end of £10,000 worth of spend, they were completely financially independent. Is that not worth it, Chris? Is that not worth it, even if it was six years or seven years? You know, even if it was 10 years, if I offered you a trade-off, guarantee you'd be completely financially independent for the rest of your life, never needing to worry about your bills. If coronavirus or another virus hits, you know, you're not going to be devastated because you've got multiple streams of income flowing into your life. If uh, the stock market crash comes up and you go, well, I'm mildly irritated by that, but nothing more. Uh, if, um, if lending dries up because banks start pulling back, you go, well, I'm not really worried about that because I've got access to all the funding that I need because, you know, I know what I'm doing and I've got the return of the investor, you know, private investors who uh, we're going to see a huge pickup on that, Chris. Anyway, the point is, if it costs you 20 grand to be financially independent for the rest of your life and you could pay for that 2,000 a year, wouldn't you do it? Wouldn't you? You know, and that's what we're offering. We're saying this is what we're about. And that's why I want people to be part of the 5% who make it to financial independence and not that huge, huge, you know, uh, homogenous mess of so many people who just get caught up and then get fed up and don't collaborate and don't engage with people and they just hope for the best. And I'm hoping, I'm really pleading if you're listening, don't be part of that 95% and see this happening again. Use the time you've got now. You're all going to have more time and learn something. And whether you join now or not isn't the key. I'm not you know, in any kind of plea for you to join the program, but even just join and commit to listening to something you know, so that the next time we have an intake, you've thought about it, you've built time in a relationship with us to decide whether we're authentic, whether we have the integrity, whether we actually have got students who go through to create financial independence for themselves, you know, and we've got all of that evidence. So I would just say, you know, if you just keep tuning in and keep listening and, and finding those distinctions, and hopefully you find that catalyst that will take you over the edge and you'll create a plan, which is what you need to do, create a plan. And if you've got a better one, if you can help me shape the plan, you know, the Wealth Builder plan, so it's, you know, seven steps to wealth is, is a better plan next year than it was because it's always getting better because we get distinctions from our own students. We'd, we'd love for you to suggest things and we'd love for you to collaborate if you're an expert in one area of building wealth. By the way, Chris, somebody did ask on the questions um, on the program, um, why didn't you have gold as, uh, as an asset, yeah? And, um, and the reason for that, which was a great question, by the way, is, and a lot of people ask me that question, is because gold isn't uh, an asset because it doesn't put money in your bank account while you're asleep. Uh, what gold is is a hedge. It's a precious metal like gold and silver. So it's a hedge. So it's a way to take some of your money off the table. And we teach this, don't we, Chris, that when the stock market's rising, instead of just riding the wave and then hoping it keeps going and then we know it doesn't, it falls again. You take money off that table and you reinvest it. You take money off uh, your stock market table and you diversify by putting it into other things, including gold, which is then a store of the wealth you've made. 
because uh, gold is a store of wealth. Uh, I call it the gold principle, which is make some gains, take them off the table, then lock them in and diversify. Another one of my acronyms, Chris, which I don't think I've done on the podcast, but, uh, you know, so there's another one for you. Um, and uh, that's an interesting one. So good question, but uh, it's not an asset because it doesn't put money in your bank account while you're asleep. Thank you for answering that one. And um, let's not forget our founder members who this time last year took that decision to join our program and we have been working with them for you know just under 12 months now and without them we would not have been able to shape it and make it what it is today with the seven step process with the 11 ROIs that we talked about a couple of weeks ago on the podcast and I just just want to say a big thank you to all of our founders and obviously many of those will continue um you know for the year two in the program and um you know it's just growing into a bigger community with more and more people now sharing ideas and sharing knowledge and uh, it's so good to see yeah it is good to see and what's interesting is um if we look back on previous uh students where i've worked with personally which wasn't done as part of a a teaching program with coaches chris and online stuff it was all done with me one to one is the average length of time, you know, takes one-to-one is quicker because there's more, well, there's more money, of course, in terms of the spend, but there's more interactions there. But we're definitely finding that we're even seeing now that some of our first-year students are really piling on the assets, right? So they're not, there's nobody going to be financially independent in 12 months. It's, it's almost impossible to do that because you've got to learn so much and take the time and, and almost everybody who's building wealth is building wealth in addition to doing something else, either you know holding down a job because we want them to be safe as far as they can, um, staying in a business as long as the business can carry on, um, given what's going on right now. So you know they're all moving forward. Not not everybody is. There's still some people stuck. You know it's not a foolproof system, and I have to say that too, because in the end, wealth is about doing and knowing. Is not the same as doing, and you have to find the right things. And I think my friend uh, Simon Zucci, who runs his own mastermind program in property, you know, he has a uh, he tells me all the time that in many cases, the people who do the best are not those who've done the best after one year, you know, because they're on that discovery and they may be slower to discover what they need to do. But once they find the thing that really works for them, then they power through. And, uh, and I've met many of the mastermind students, and uh, it's true that you, it's not a race, okay? So you get wealthy within five to seven years, and it works. You're not going to do it in one year. So I've had, I've had a conversation with one of the students yesterday, Chris, who said, you know, I can see some people are, are powering away, and it feels like you're getting ahead of me. I said, it's not a competition. You know, don't worry about how other people are doing. They just have found maybe the sweet spot. Maybe they found... That location, go back to the dream house. You know, what they want is something which is the land is easy to find. You want to be overlooking, you know, the Bay of Biscay or something, and that, that's hard to find. It's going to take you much longer to, to, to get all of that. You don't speak the language yet. So, um, so you've got to recognize that it, it's not easy. If it was easy, 95% of people, you know, wouldn't be failing. Um, but it is doable, and that's the key. So uh, don't worry about the time it takes, but I'm delighted. A, the students, have, have many of them have made great progress, and B, they knew at the beginning 
that they were part of um, a program that in itself wasn't fully formed and were, you know, getting that better and better and better with their interactions. So there's too many to mention, but, but uh, I'd like to thank them personally as well. Yeah. And of course, all of our founder members, um, you know, will, will gain from the, the new additions that we've introduced to the program now. And some of those new additions, as well as the, as the wealth coaches, which we've uh, talked about. And in fact, uh, after this recording, we're, we're having a, a group huddle, aren't we, with our new wealth coaches, uh, which we're looking forward to. And um, yeah. of course, some live events. Now, at the moment, everything is on lockdown. And, and of course, we can't put those dates in the calendar right now. But be assured that we will be getting together all of our founder members and ourselves and our wealth coaches for some live mastermind training days later in the year once everything gets back to some normality. Yeah, and in the absence of that, you know, if it takes longer than we think, then of course we'll have to bring technology to bear and um, and do the best we can. So you know, we're all in it together, aren't we? Really, with this lockdown, and um, we've just got to see it uh, play out. But uh, as I said, you've got time now. Most people are not traveling and they're not commuting. You know, yes, it's hard at the at the minute. People with kids. I uh, spoke to somebody yesterday, Chris, and said, I don't know when I'm going to find the time between double maths and engineering. I said, don't worry about it. Just let it all calm down. You know, let you and your kids just settle down. And then when you're ready, um, you know, find a time, carve out some time for yourself. And that's, that's what you have to do and recognize we're in very, very unusual times unprecedented times actually and if you have to take some time just to you know get a good solid family situation get into good routines and habits and find some time for yourself as long as you do find it that's fine and if it's a podcast or you know you do your exercise and you do your half an hour or your hour and you um, you're walking the dog or you're cycling or you're running or whatever you're doing you know just stick a podcast in and uh or listen to a book on Audible, and maybe Chris, actually, just thinking about it, maybe we should be putting together a sort of a, a list of really great things that we'd recommend people to listen to, so they're not just waiting. Not that I'm arrogant enough to think people are waiting with bated breath on a Wednesday to hear from us, but you know what I mean. If there are some great books that we would recommend, and they're on Audible, maybe we should create that list, Chris, and get it out there, so you know people can go at the pace they want to. That'd be, that'd be a good idea. And um, we're actually putting together uh, right now a downloadable um, PDF that will be available in the next few days, which just kind of summarizes everything we talked about in last week's episode, which was uh, the Q&A session we did on Facebook. And we went through all of the seven pillars and you outlined, Kevin, some of the things that people can be thinking about and some of the things that they perhaps should be trying to avoid. And, um, and we've had a few people asking us uh, for that. So we're going to make that available as well. And we'll mention that in the next episode yeah yeah so i guess the last thing to say kevin is really you know this crisis like all that have come before is going to end you know we don't know when that is but we know that that will happen um and when this is over and we're kind of coming out of all this turmoil there's going to be some incredible opportunities for people who know how to find them and so you know people asking is this the right time to be building wealth well you know there's no better time to start that process and to take that first step. And as we've talked about today, you've got to have a plan. So, you know, we'd love for anyone listening right now who's thinking about building wealth to consider, you know, whether now is the right time for you to join the program. And of course, we would love to have you join us. And uh, we're getting going next week from Monday. And the program 
closes at midnight tomorrow night, which is Thursday, the 2nd of April. We're actually doing a webinar tomorrow night, Kevin, aren't we, at 8 o'clock, 8 p.m. So Q&A for anyone that's still got some questions or just kind of wants to see a little bit more about what's included, then they can register and I'll put the link in today's show notes for that as well. Yeah, and there will be opportunities coming and uh, there always have to be. And I think people are just confused about where will those opportunities come from, Chris? Will it come from the stock market? Will it come from property? Will it come from business? You know, how do I, how do I <clears throat> profit from opportunities ethically and responsibly in a way that doesn't disadvantage people and, and absolutely never, ever, ever goes anywhere near profiteering? And we're beginning to see, which I've said in a previous podcast, Chris, that there's this sort of strange dichotomy that appears in times of trouble. Happened in the Blitz as well. You know, there was looting, there, was, there were things like that happening in the Blitz, but also you got that spirit of community, that real strong sense of we're all in this together. And I just loved it when, you know, we were outside in our house recently, uh, last week I think it was, and we were just applauding the NHS and we see that in Paris and we see that in Madrid and we're seeing that all over the place that in five, what is it now, 50,000, is it 50,000 or 500,000? I've lost track, Chris, of the, the volunteers who are helping uh, you know, to to get people through who are who are less able to help themselves. So, you know, I'm focusing on the spirit of collaboration and the spirit of helping others, not in the spirit of profiteering. And we will look at the ethical opportunities that will flow out of this, and um, and and knowing some skills and strategies. And I'm more than happy to to add that to the Q and A tomorrow if people got questions about where those opportunities will come and how you can be poised and ready but that readiness comes from at least you know having that structure so you know how to think about it as opposed to just you know randomly bumping into ideas and and things because there'll, there'll be plenty of people chris advertising the next best thing that will get you rich very quick um there's always those out there and you started to see it now you know the the the, the right thing to do right now is to Get his Amazon business. The right thing to do right now is to, you know, and there's no right thing to do right now. You build your wealth on solid principles. And if you follow those principles, but then you think about where the opportunities are and then how to do due diligence on those opportunities and not just to fall into some glossy trap set by somebody else. Anyway, that's enough from me, Chris. I've enjoyed chatting to you today. I'm looking forward to we need to jump on a call with our coaches in the next uh, half an hour or so and uh, looking forward to working with as many people who decide that now is the time to build their wealth and now is not the time to let this happen again and just be devastated like so many are. Great episode today, Kevin. Enjoyed that. And uh, I'll catch up with you on the next episode of Wealth Talk. Okay, Chris. See ya. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Don't forget that we are constantly updating our resources inside the Wealth Builders membership site to help you create, build and protect your wealth. Head over to wealthbuilders.co.uk slash membership right now for free access. That's wealthbuilders.co.uk slash membership.